What is up, everyone? My name is Brett, aka 6xvex, and today we're bringing you some fresh hot content right off the 2021 World Tour platform. Okay, guys, I just want you to know that this this podcast is going to be about video games, upcoming video games, passions, desires, creations, the whole nine yards. Okay, this is a safe place. You can come here. You can vent. You can emotionally rage. You can tell us about that time that boss kicked your ass over and over again until you finally beat him. You got that sense of freaking satisfaction everyone has ever been craving. And I just want to let you guys know, joining me today is the one and only Kenny, a.k.a. Color Guardian. Go ahead and give him a little shout out. Tell him what you're about and who you is. Greetings and salutations, friends, family, and lovers. This is Color Guardian coming at you at Full Effects and Living Color. And I just want to take this time to say thank you to 6XVex for including me on this podcast. Uh, yes, today we're going to uh, jump on in into this podcast and we're going to talk about anything and everything that makes you gamers tick. All right. We're going to enjoy um, just talking about anything and everything that, that basically as gamers what it is that just just gives us that 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 total passion into being what we like being which and doing what we love doing absolutely and i couldn't agree more and like i said guys we're going to bring you content every other week every other day every other month however the case may roll just make sure you turn that little bell on so you know whenever we drop a new hot series uh, we're going to have tons of episodes, tons of channels, tons of things. And like I said, we're going to try to cover just about every single bit. And we're just going to kick this off. And uh, Color Guard, I'm going to go ahead and ask you a question. I just want you to answer it as honestly as possible. And, you know, don't be scared. You know what I mean? Because this is a safe place. And we can do what we want, when we want, how we want, at any type of speed. So, I understand that you have just recently played uh, the Far Cry series. And I'm sure you've watched me, obviously, play a little bit of it on Twitch and stream and stuff like that. And uh, guys, just want you to know that we both come from a video game background. I mean, we we were born with a controller in our hands, fresh out the womb. I mean, this is this is who we are. This is what we do every single day. Okay, so we're just gonna bring you oh, without, a doubt. Without, without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, up-to-date content of, of games coming out and stuff like that and like i said we usually try to get on the newer ones uh, that come out so we can give you our fresh take on it and uh but back to the question here um coming from destiny 2 and other sci-fi shooters and things of that nature you know rpgs and uh alien isolation and all those little horror indie games what is your take on far cry the series so far like how does it make you feel you know what i mean like give them a good rundown if they have never played it should they play it you know what was your perspective on that well, um, when I first started playing Far Cry, my first, uh, actually, I've, uh, uh, Far Cry 4 is the very first um, uh, time that I've actually been able to put my hands on it. And so far, I mean, l- let me just start with the graphics. The graphics is incredible. Nothing less than incredible. And I mean, uh, when I, I've actually did like a small, uh, small session of it on Twitch just to kind of get like a good feel for it and everything. And I mean, the story by itself, I mean, it just is, it's, it's just incredible. I love just, just going through the, the whole uh, story campaign of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, um, as far as the controls, the controls is very, very, very friendly, um, uh, compared to like all the other controls that, uh, that I've done. Um, right. It did take a little bit of getting used to because, you know, there's like a lot of um, little, a little bit of switch around here and there. I mean, of course, you can like work with the great or whatever. But my thing is, is I always like to stick with the default because, you know, I want to try and just just evolve. You know, that that's my that's my thing. I always want to try and evolve to uh, 
to, to, to try and just just get a good feel for it no matter what the configuration is and um and i mean just and even on that short play that i did i got really easy for me to move around got really easy to to to, to get my uh, get my bearings and whatnot it was just now the, the one thing that was like kind of spoke to me the most was was the stuff the stuff the self physics yeah and uh, now the thing is for a lot of these horror, these um, the survival horror games, they are still they are relying a lot on your stuff. Like for example, um, Ellie's isolation and um um. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, the enemy with uh, not enemy within, but the evil within. Um, so games like that. Um, those are, are like getting more reliant upon uh, upon stealth, which that is good because the thing is, is that you can't just run and gun anymore. I mean, because I mean, if you think about it, running and gunning. I mean, anybody can do that. Anybody can just you know just run and gun, spray and pray, and you know that that's and that kind of like takes away a little bit of the physics. Now, if you try to try to stick with the stealth a little bit. That that kind of that adds a little bit of excitement to it, in my, right, my opinion. Right. It, it it really in um gets you more it, it gets you more inversed or not inversed but uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for the uh, immersed so that's what I meant to say immersed it gets you really immersed into the whole gameplay. I mean because that way you are just like just in it. You are very very in it. And I mean when you just do like the regular uh, first person shooter, it it, it, it I mean to lose that element a little bit because i mean you know anybody who is anybody could just like just go and just go into it and you know they can just pop in and out of the whole gameplay but when you're in a stealth mode when you're in stealth mode you have to concentrate and that's what i enjoyed about that about it you have to actually concentrate to go through like some of these uh, some of these maps i mean because if you get like because if you get um get spotted then these guys come after you and I oh, mean, yeah. and 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 that's that's and that's amazing. I mean, I was playing Outlast last night, and I mean, I just felt that that genuine anxiety, that genuine fear of <laughs> of being spotted, of being caught. And uh, Far Cry was doing that. Far Cry was like having a little bit of that, and uh, and and then kind of goes back a little bit to the configuration is where I'm like trying as hard as I possibly can to like get my uh, my controls down. And at first. That, see, and that's the only, that's the only thing too, because when you, you know, when you play from one game to another, you know the the configuration kind of switches. Is all is like one of your triggers, and and mm -hmm. on Fire Cry, you play um, like you have to click on the right stick, you know. Right. And so, <laughs> like times when I'll be kind of like confused on um, you know, um, from one configuration uh, configuration to another. That's the only issue that I have with it. That's the only issue. But aside from that, the the whole physics of the of the game itself is incredible, and I definitely recommend that who is anybody who has not played Far Cry just yet to go ahead and get started with that. Um, and I'll also, I'll go ahead and voice that you know, me personally, I would like to, you know, to 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 be uh, to be able to play like the, the Far Cry series. Far Cry series in chronological order, basically just to just to get the roots down, just to understand right. where it came from and how it got to the point where it's at right now. Because it's because it, it's important to me to, to to have that that kind of background when I play it. So I completely agree. I, yeah, and, I completely understand. 
but um it, it's it, 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 it's it's very very incredible i just uh i mean i'm i'm glad and i mean and also i'm of course give you the credit uh, 6x vex you're the one who actually like put me on to it and ever since i kind of got got to uh to, to just experiencing it it has like opened up my curiosity for it so i definitely definitely want you know get right into the far cry not to mention you know like uh, anytime when somebody starts referencing it which they do they reference it a lot in a lot of these these memes that you see nowadays um <laughs> i mean it's it's really important that you know, kind of get like into it so you can kind of catch uh, like, catch what these memes right. are trying to say right but um but yeah but i'm i'm kind of curious well so uh, you know kind of bouncing the question back onto you what yeah. is, what do you like about the far cry series well, I mean, and I'm just going to say this now, guys, like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to say it again because I can't reiterate it enough. Like, this is this is what we do. Like, we are born bred gamers. So I, I appreciate every analytical detail that goes into making a game because I've seen how hard it is. I've seen, you know, th- how they develop the story and stuff like that. And believe it or not, I created an RPG or two back in my day. I'm talking about from, from a whiteboard to scripts and battles and spells and enemy names and plot twists and story twists and everything. I've, I created one of those myself. Um, and oh, it, it took a, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it took a long, long time. I, I spent, uh, it was called Project Xeon. And I, I worked on it for four months and I completed two of my 18 chapters I wanted to do because there was just so much shit that you have to do. But back to the question. Um, the Far Cry series, I learned about it on accident, to be completely honest. And this was back whenever the Xbox 360 first hit, and Far Cry 2 had come out. I've never played the original Far Cry. Matter of fact, I don't think there is one. There could be, I don't know. However, um, I played Far Cry 2, and uh, was playing it, and I was over at his house, and I was just sitting there watching and watching, and I was like, you know, this is a cinematic experience, because, you know, uh, the, the Dunia engine that makes Far Cry, like, they are just... I don't know what I don't know where they get their their software development team from, but they are they're gods. Like they make these games look so like realistic, it's not even funny. But yeah, I, he was sitting there playing it. And I thought he was watching a movie, and next thing you know, he's grabbing his controller and he's moving his sticks and doing this and jumping around and ziplining and cutting people's heads off and stuff. And I was like, what the f-? like what is going on? Anyway, so that's when I kind of <laughs> sat down and started learning about it, and I was like, holy shit! Like this game is amazing. Like he was sitting like a safari jungle. He had killed a tiger. Um, he was liberating these outposts and, you know, the story of Far Cry goes, there's always one dictator, okay? And the dictator is trying to rule whatever continent, area, region you're in. And it's up to you, the lone wolf, to go out and liberate these outposts, to climb these radio towers, to take care of these bell towers, to take care of these um, cult-related, you know, objectives, to liberate the freedom land and bring back um, the resistance to take out the dictator. So that's pretty much Far Cry in a nutshell. Now, the immersive story behind it is insane. And I'd love to elaborate on that, but I can't because we'd be here for 16,000 hours. So <laughs> uh, back to the roots of it. The the Far Cry series, the interface for me, I, I, like I said, the graphics are, are phenomenal. Even playing them to this day on a game that's almost four or five years old, it's just, it's it's never going to go out of style. It's something you can pick up, jump right into and be like, damn, this is fucking badass. And uh, 
the controllers for me, like they're 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 a little bit. I'm used to first player like FPS shooters, so I am used to the right the right trigger being the gun, the RB being the uh, grenade or the the L1 R2, whatever you play on. You know, it's the kind of same yeah, reference yeah. points um, and things like that. So I'm used to all that. Just I like what you said about the the stealth aspect and how people they can't just run through a game and gun them down and do this and do that. You know, and, I, and that's cool and everything. You know, but. I was never really a fan of Doom, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, it's just too linear for me, in a sense, that it's just one objective. You go in there with massive guns and you take out any motherfucking thing that moves, whether it's a, a wall that you can dismantle or a samurai shogun or a, a one-eyed monster, a demon, whatever the case is. And I like the whole abolishing things from evil. Like, it's really cool, but it's just too linear for me. I like things where games for me that really evolve and catch my eye are the different types of tactics you can use to accomplish one mission so you know like you said you can run in there gun them down or you can take a stealthy approach to it or you can use technology to your advantage or you can run in there with a the vehicle and just run over everything or you can summon an animal to <laughs> do that work for you i mean right. that's what keeps me interested as a gamer so whenever far cry is like oh you know the very first scene that you play out of they're like stealth boom you got a knife and you're against four guys like you know, you never bring a knife to a gunfight, but you can if you're fucking sneaking up behind people and taking them out, you know, slitting their throats and stuff, which is awesome. And um, like I said, and, and just just all the little multitude of things they do, like, you know, from the skinning the animals to craft new things. Yes, you heard me correctly. You can craft things by skinning animals back in the prehistoric day. It's amazing. Um, to completing side jobs, to upgrade your arsenal, you can attach silencers and red dots and shotgun underbarrels to your guns. I mean, it's fully customizable, but in a, not in a broad sense of like, Call of Duty's games now and stuff like that. However, it still keeps you engaged to the point where you're like, damn, I want to save up this money to get this gun so I can customize it and, you know, make your challenges somewhat easier. But it doesn't matter what kind of weapon you use because the game is going to be challenging regardless of the fact. Because as you said, if you get caught by one guy, their whole militia team is going to come after you and take you the fuck down. Or at least try to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yep. For me, it's just a... Just to kind of you know uh, to, to add on to that is like in this kind of cool on the, the crafting um, feature on on these games too because I mean the thing is is that you're you're kind of like um, displaying your own style when you're crafting your own weapons you know I mean and it's 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 like like how you mentioned before is like you it, the game does not um focus upon one aspect on on how to win it i mean you can like you said before you can either stealth it run and gun it take uh, take a vehicle and run everybody over it. And, and you know yeah you have right it basically shows it basically shows your personality as a player which that is uh, which that also is one of the best features of uh, of, uh, of these games too because you know you can, you can you can actually like show your your own methods you know compared and compared to like other uh, other players you know and um, it just just shows you, or shows others on what kind of player you can actually be. Right, and that's the beautiful part of it. Like I said, that's what it is with any sandbox RP or not, or yeah, sandpat or sandbox uh, shooter looter type thing, you know. And guys, like I said, this is going to be the first episode of just mini because we can't cover everything in one episode as much as we wanted to, you know. Uh, it's quantity or quality over quantity, should I say? And uh, we've got a lot more stuff coming up for you. <laughs> I want you guys to be along for the ride. And uh, ultimately, like I said, I've said it four times. I'm going to say it a fifth time. This is going to be a safe place. You know what I mean? Whenever people come in here, applaud, you know, the topic, you know, give us little claps, give us hearts, give us emojis, whatever you want. 
Also, call in. Like, if you want to talk to us on the air while we're doing this, please don't be afraid to call in. I mean, let us know your thoughts, your opinions, you know, because we value your opinion. You know what I mean? Just like you're valuing ours sitting here listening to us talk, you know, and we're actually deriving a passion from this, wanting to explore our creative fantasies, if you would. And, um, you know, give give back to the people that gave us so much. You know what I mean? So we want to talk about how these things make us feel and other things like that. And which brings me to my next question. So, um I just want to say, you know, playing a video game, it makes you feel a certain type of way. Whether accomplished or, you know, if you're depressed, it freaking makes you happy. Or if you're happy and you play a sad-ass game like uh, The Last of Us, it's going to make you cry. You know, I mean, just things like that. It's just so cool how it can actually, like, if you're truly submersed, immersed, whatever you want to call it, into a video game, it can truly change, you know, the rest of your day of how it's going to go. You know, I mean, it affects your thoughts and your actions and how you do things. So I'm asking you this from, you know, a beginning generation of you playing video games. What game? And I mean, just one. I know there's so many, but what one game has truly affected you to the point where you're like, fuck. I mean, like it is truly just overtaking your soul. It is true. It's always in your head. You, If someone says, hey, you know, what's on your top three games? It's right there. No questions asked. What game has truly affected you? down to your core that has inspired you to be the person you've either become today the gamer you became today and or the person you want to be in the future Ooh, man that is a loaded question that is a loaded 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 question and as you already know yeah like you said before there are so many so 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 many um oh my gosh and if i knew you were gonna ask that i probably would have like already had a thought about that but um oh my gosh okay so okay so if i have to choose one and um and the one that 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 would probably like get me um i'm gonna go all the way back i'm gonna go all the way back and say metroid metroid (gasps) for the for the nes for the oh original <laughs> okay. And, okay. and the reason the wow. reason why is because this game is the first game that like have to play it in sections and what i mean by that is that um you know so the, back then that's when we had the passwords we had the uh you know i mean like uh and the, uh, the legend of zelda would like actually would have the ability to actually save your games from uh, you know or or your 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 latest or your latest upgrade or your latest updates or whatever right right so but metroid i i remember playing this game, I mean, I, I remember playing it for the very first time. When I first played Metroid, it was just, you know, again, run and gun. Just shoot all the things that was moving, trying to trying to shoot things before they get to me and trying to shoot things before I die, you know? Yeah. I had no idea, as a kid, had no idea that, you know, it had an end goal. I mean, I thought it was just ongoing, like some of these other games, like, you know, like Dig Dug or Frogger or, um, <laughs> or, or uh, freaking Tetris. Yeah. So yeah. these, these games... They were non-stop, but when I played Metroid and I realized that there was an actual way to finish the game, then that is when I dedicated my 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 days, my afternoons, my nights to play from one section to another. And then that's when I started keeping a notebook and started uh, and started like recording everything down, all the passwords that I come across. And oh my gosh, yeah. So that so that was the first game that made me believe that you know what this is my world 
This is my world. This is what I'm, I'm doing that is bringing a difference into my everyday life. And I use, and I mean, it was like I was studying um, like each level. I mean, I remember, <laughs> I still have my old 1985 Nintendo guide that that showed like the map, uh, the map of like the of the Metroid game. You know, oh it, it, it stops in a certain, yes. it in a certain area, but I mean, I still mean like you know where to go from one area to another. And I mean, I studied that game. I studied it so much. And I mean, unfortunately, that is not the only one that kind of got me that that kind of that, that did it for me. There was that okay. and also a game called Rhaegar. If you can Rhaegar. remember that, that was uh, that was also for the NES. And that was one of the uh, the, the first game, one of the, also the first games that I had to play in section. Now, the only problem was is that it was if you if this if you're playing the whole session mm -hmm. like in one city then like wherever you i mean if you die you start back to you know where you uh where you, where you last left off but wow. if you turn the game off you have to start from the very beginning Ooh. so you have to play it all the way through in one city and Ooh. I remember a one. I remember like playing that with one friend of mine or, or a relative. I forgot. I forgot who it was. But um, we were playing that game all night long. And when we got to the ending boss, we were stuck. We had no idea what to do. And at that point, we just pretty much just gave up. Then we couldn't. We couldn't. Uh, we couldn't keep up. And yeah. then afterwards, you know, we just played it for whatever reason. You know, just felt like being bored or whatever. I have no. You know, no interest in finishing the game, just just playing it through. But yeah, Metroid was the number one, and, um, and ever since that time, I have uh, that that immersiveness has been sought for for the longest time until I got to the Sega CD, and you know, and then it just became um, my 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 overall number one passion, hands down, no questions asked. Please do not disturb me while I'm playing, um, you know, a, a type of a type of passion, and um, it and it never and it never died, never died. It probably lay dormant, probably hibernated, but it never died. <laughs> yes, until now we are waking up the beast as it speaks, man. That's great. That's I love it. I've never, I've actually heard of the game, but I've never seen it played. Um, but I'm sure you're probably going to bounce that question right back to me, so I'll go ahead and answer. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, please, please, please. So, as 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 a gamer, you know, I mean, there's not just one. Obviously, I know how hard it is to kind of contend that little factor. But so I'm going to say my first experience with a video game um, that started it all for me was my grandma went and bought um, a Super Nintendo, and she picked up The Legend of Zelda. A link to the past, and she and oh, I bless her soul. I, I remember this vividly because she would she would literally keep me out of school to help me play this game with her to help. Beat Are you serious? I swear she would she would we'd I'd literally go stay at her house on Sunday nights because she'd tell my mom yes I'm gonna take him to school. We'd get up in the morning, go get donuts, chocolate milk, come back to the house, no school. <laughs> we'd play we would play the Legend of Zelda for about hours on end, dude. And she would be right there with me. I mean, just like, oh, well, try this or do this. Or maybe there's a secret wall here. Put a bomb there. Try this. Yada, yada. Because she was the brains behind the operation. And I was the controller. Okay. So oh at, a, at a young age, yeah, I was experienced with that. And then she went and got um, 
Super Mario World on Super Nintendo. We played that for hours, and then we played uh, the Donkey Kong Island thing. Like we've done a million thousand things. So, but let's go back to the roots here. So yeah, so Legend of Zelda. I envision myself as that little boy with the green hat and the sword and the shield. And I was out there slaying demons, okay? Trying to figure out the, the trick to this puzzle. Trying to figure out... And the game was honestly a hell of a lot longer than I thought it was. After I got the Master Sword, after you get the three pendants, you get the Master Sword. And then you gotta go back around and do it all over again, collecting other things. And I was just like, oh my gosh, there's no end. And that's where it really started developing for me. Like, holy shit, like the satisfaction, the dopamine in my head right now, the, the heart racing, the sweat, the grandma on the back cheering whenever I beat a boss or stick it with an arrow. Like, that was it for me. It was over. And I knew from then on out that I will forever love video games. <clears throat> and it just went from there. The next system, I mean, she bought me the Nintendo 64. We played Mario Party for hours, the whole family, <laughs> everybody. I mean, we ended friendships over that game because I was so damn good at it. Okay. I mean, you, mo- yeah, yeah. Most people play Monopoly and then friendships. We played Mario Party and fucking cussed each other out because I didn't care like, at all. Like, it got so <laughs> malicious, man. Like, I was unplugging ports from the fucking controller to make sure no one could move. Like, it was going down. Like, I was going to be. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so it was Road Warrior shit, man. It was a uh, Thunderdome exactly, type of exactly, gameplay, huh? Exactly. You step into my room and shut the door, it's death. Like, we're about to go at it. So. <laughs> That's just how it was. And then uh, the GoldenEye 007 came out. That's where, I, that's where my whole development of, of FPS shooters started coming about. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah. Oh, yeah, GoldenEye. Oh, GoldenEye. I remember goodness. when it first came out. I mean, that was the game to play. I mean, you know, it's like when Mario 64 was like the number was like the first game that came out. And GoldenEye came out right at, right uh, right after it. I mean, okay. people forgot about uh, Mario 64. They were like, saying, hey, yeah. we played Mario 64. They were like, what? No, play, play GoldenEye. <laughs> And it was like, well, are we ever going to play with Mario 64? No, we're playing GoldenEye. What's wrong with you? <laughs> exactly. And that, that, you know, developed my whole tactical thing for that. And then my, my very first RPG I ever played uh, was the Final Fantasy series. I got it on my, or no, I'm sorry. I think that, oh my God, I think, oh wow. I, I completely miss, miss, like skewed another one. Um, Pokemon. Oh my God. Pokemon was my fucking go-to. Like my brother and I were four years apart, but we played the games like we were the rivals in the games. Like we would battle every week. Like we would train our Pokemon up. We only had this much time a day to train. And that's what we did. And then we battled every Friday because by golly, we're going to be the fucking best of the best. <clears throat> and um, that, that truly like, I mean, besides the legend of Zelda, those two games, Pokemon series of any kind, Pokemon yellow. That's what I had. Um, <clears throat> like that was like and uh, Legend of Zelda those are the two that rooted me like my left leg into Pokemon my right leg into Legend of Zelda and that's just what truly aspired and inspired me to be like I want to see what else there is and now years down the road I mean I can't I can't ever take back or I can't ever say you know those games never treated me good because they did and they will always be they always hold the fondest memories not only just beating it but the family elements that surrounded it and it really just grounded me you know to do i am to this day you know what i mean like i'm loyal mm-hmm. like Luke, and i'm motherfucking <clears throat> like i don't even, i don't even know how, i don't know how to explain it on pokemon I, I, I don't i don't know but yes i mean with all due respect yes and and then you know it's just it's just crazy but uh guys i kind of want to give you a little foreshadow into um the next little segment we're gonna have uh it's probably gonna be launched later on this uh not this evening sorry but this week and 
I know a bunch of people have been kind of pissed off at CD Projekt Red for what they've done to Cyberpunk 2077. And I understand that, you know, most people didn't get to play it. Most people were pissed off about that. However, your friends here at Video Game Bounty Hunters, okay, that's who we are when we are together. Um, we have played it, and we want to give you guys the pure, raw, you know, I guess coverage of what the game's about. To see if it's even worth buying, or to see if it's worth the patches that are coming up, or to see if it's even worth holding on for eight months until multiplayer launches. That's right, they're going to have multiplayer in it. If you didn't know that, you know it now, because you heard it first here on Video Game Bounty Hunters, okay? Anyway. <clears throat> But I seriously cannot <laughs> wait for that. Like seriously, I mean the kind. Of, I mean just just think. I mean the, the like first and foremost. I mean as as, as uh, players, of course, that has uh, had their uh, their experience on a Cyberpunk uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I mean the the world is it's 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 open. I mean I've never 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 been in such an open <laughs> map ever. And I mean I'm still. I mean um, there's like still so much to. I have not covered. I mean, I played it. Uh, well, how long have I been playing it so far? I mean, I played it pretty much when you started. I think I've been playing it for almost a month now, give or take. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and I'm I've only like just I've only been to a small section of the map, just a small section. And I mean, I played like you know I've gotten like uh, probably seventy five percent on one store, and it's not mm-hmm. even and it's not even finished yet, not even fully covered yet. So. <laughs> Just imagine, just imagine if having like, you know, multiplayers, like having it kind of like set up the same way how they got with Destiny. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I mean, a city oh within gosh, yeah. a game, city within the game. That That's freaking Oasis, a ready player one. That That is going to freaking happen. That's going to freaking happen. Love so, yeah. Yes. Oh my I mean, gosh. that that's that's going to happen very, very soon. I mean, don't, don't, don't know when, but it is inevitable. It is seriously absolutely. inevitable. So Absolutely. And like I said, guys, we're going to bring you, like I said, the hottest, freshest content we can bring you. And we're going to talk about, like I said, passion today. So I just want you guys to know, um, if you tune in this episode later or now, whichever one, it doesn't matter. Uh, like I said, just give us a little like, give us a love, give us a clap, clap, you know, a little applause every now and then. That'd be fucking fantastic. Let us know we're doing our job, you know, to pretty much help you guys out with everything that we can and make sure that we're delivering on our purpose to, you know, just explore the gaming universe and, uh, I don't want to cut this podcast short because we're really, really, really doing it. And But I just want you guys to know that, like I said, we're going to be here and we're going to deliver you content uh, as frequently as possible. So make sure you click that little bell up there. Let you guys know, hey, VGVH is popping off with some podcast content. And I just want to thank you guys very, very much for taking 30 minutes out of your day to listen to us. And if we, like I said, we brought you some comfort, we brought you some joy, we brought you some, oh my God, nostalgia. You know, like I said, drop it down there, let us know. And as I said, call in, give us questions, give us topics, give us something to talk about. You know, we'll, we'll let you know how we feel about the situation. If you want to join in, you can send me a personal message. We'll schedule in a little time for you. You can pop in, share the spotlight with us, and you can tell us your perspective on things or your fondest memory of a game. And I'm going to pass off the outro to Color Guardian here. Color Guardian, any final words you'd like to say to our viewers and listeners? Uh, just a simple thank you for listening and hope to, uh, to to see you back here with us. And until the next time, we just want to say, um, you know, take care, be good, stay safe, and um, we'll see you next time. Absolutely. All right, guys, we're going to go board the Millennium Falcon. We're going to head off on our next mission. And uh, VGBH, out. Take care. <laughs>